Get out the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Hey, everyone. Happy Monday night. Welcome to the Look Back Podcast with Sam and Maddie, brought to you by DrRoto.com. Get your daily prescription of fantasy sports. Maddie, what a crazy Monday night football that was. I'm kind of laughing because literally right before I left work, my coworker was like, do I bet the over? And I was like, I kind of would because they're averaging 49 points as a total for both teams. And then, of course, they go over the over because the over was 51 and he should have bet. It's like, dude, you oh, he didn't. He didn't, didn't make the bet. Mm-mm. Always listen to Sam. Just just listen to what I'm telling you. I'm trying to help you win money. I said, take the over. It's going to be a tough one. Grinding it out. <laughs> if he would have won, he would have had to split that with you. I think so. <laughs> At least by me lunch bear. or something. Like, something crazy. No, but, I mean, it was a crazy matchup. Um, how much of the game were you able to catch? I'm sure that you were able to watch the, you know, nail-biter that was the ending where all of a sudden it looked like the Cardinals were going to pull it right back, and then they just could not get the they ball kinda... moving. Like, what was with all those stupid penalties? It didn't make any sense to me. And when you see them set themselves up, for that specific moment just to go in take it back win the game and they don't it's just you're heartbroken you're heartbroken i i don't i don't know what happened there there we talked about this they were making rookie mistakes yes and they, they they know better than this i feel like the cardinals have had such a successful season this year for you know having this kind of like veteran wisdom when it comes to just finishing yes. out the ball game and they did not do that in these last two minutes and it was like way to fall apart right at the last second that's exactly what i was going to say too is they've been winning because they are able to keep their composure mm-hmm. so this was just earth shattering for us just because we're not used to seeing that from them no, I, I, we were texting right before the show as well. Like we both were saying that the Cardinals are going to come back and yeah. it looked like they could, but then it was just the dumbest penalties back and forth and they just couldn't dial it in. I mean, the only thing that was dumber than that ending was Chase Claypool trying to celebrate when and the clock was ticking on Thursday night. And I just, I saw all the mentions. You said I it, like, I didn't. <laughs> I know. Hey, I know it was dumb. It was dumb. It was dumb. I wouldn't have done it. I hope that he gets in trouble. Like, I, I hope that Tomlin would actually just, like, find players for that. Like, yes, benching does one thing or whatever, but when you're this close in the division and, like, you have the opportunity to come back when other teams are losing, just just find the player and just get back on the field. Let's just get it over with. I think something needs to happen. I think that there's definitely a lack of disciplinary action. Yeah, so Pittsburgh. much. I mean, not, not just in Pittsburgh, but I feel like we're seeing it across the league. I mean, what did the Raiders think – was a why did they think that was a good idea like i'm sorry how much flack did juju get last year for dancing on other teams logos for tiktok i thought we all Mm -hmm. saw that and we're like okay this is a part of the things we don't do and do you think the raiders know that they're the raiders also (laughs) do they know who they are do they know who we think they are Mm, probably not they're probably not fully aware i feel like they have so much other problems that are going on with their organization too so much to overcome what a crazy season off the field things that have happened to them and then to go out and do something so stupid as to as a team go dance on the opposition's logo is just like there's a lot of there's a lot of dumb things that have been happening i mean urban meyer has also just been 
you know, just a, a joke of what a head coach should be. Just like from, he's like a, from the he's, time he got there, Tim absolutely. Tebow, like that's that's your pick. That's sure, who you want to yeah. waste your offseason. Yeah. You lose on. you lose Travis Etienne, and then instead of going back to your number one running back that was the number one last year, you just say, We're good. Can you pass out waters? Like what? 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 Like did who you ever writes work? This? <laughs> did you ever work just like a really crummy job? Like were you ever like a server or bartender or anything like that? Um, I've had a couple crappy jobs, but I've I haven't had any of the server jobs, no. Okay. So I was a server at Buffalo Wild Wings through college. Nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, we always got those people who they would come work for a little bit. And then when they were ready to sit back and collect unemployment, they just did the craziest, just most absurd things so that they could get fired so that they could then claim unemployment. And like, this is how I feel about Urban Meyer. I yeah. just feel like he's out there trying to get fired. So we can maybe not for the unemployment, but maybe. just so, just so if, he if can just match like, what his salary is, what his contract is. I wouldn't blame him for doing that. But I think no, if he's, he's terrible enough, they'll just pay him to go away. Yeah, I feel like his character that he has put forth for this season is equal to. Like, um, I think it's the Seahawks GM in draft day, the movie, they kind of like try and paint this like really weird, cringy villain and that owner that they're going back and forth with. I feel like it's that it's like that level of like, did you intend to write this this bad? Because it's just bad. Yeah, it's like kamikaze pilot business going on over there. Really sad. Makes me sad. Makes me sad, too. Makes me disappointed. But also... Let's go from this sadness. Let's talk about the other highs of the week. I mean, let's first start off with James Conner, who we were talking before we got here live, that it's surprising and not surprising that he's sitting at number two in running backs at the position for rushing touchdowns for the season. He is right behind Jonathan Taylor or sorry, Dalvin Cook, which wait, wait, no, I messed it up already. I messed Jonathan up Taylor, right? Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. Monday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um which is ins- <laughs> tip it back. Um <laughs> which is insane. But yes. James Conner, I'm so excited. We've talked about him before. Yeah. We watching both love him, him, yes, and watching him thrive is so exciting. The um touchdown that he scored where Aaron almost got a little piece of him and he ran into the line and he just like bounced himself off and found his way in the end zone. Stuff like that just that's what makes you excited about a player, especially as a fantasy owner, just because he's going to give every little bit he has to do yeah. what he can to win. He's that kind of a f- crazy physical player as well. And I think that everyone discounted him this offseason, ba- probably because of the accumulation the of different injuries. injuries he had with with the Steelers. And then he was coming off. I think the toe injury was the most recent one that he had that he was battling back from. And then probably the hype trains were just so high for the incoming rookies that that's also why he kind of went by the wayside. But when I saw him go to the Cardinals, I was like, this is a good move because Chase Edmonds isn't someone that I see as being this crazy, brilliant standout running back. I mean, he's fine. He definitely gets the job done. He's very efficient, but he's not that next level elite. And I was thinking that this made so much sense for him, for James Conner to have a resurgence. So I was excited for this move. And really, week in and week out, he's proving his worth every time. I mean, nine for nine on receptions and targets out of your running back. You cannot be upset with that. Absolutely. And he's not just a shooting a gap running back. He can kind of bounce around and 
make decisions on the fly, which is really important with the Cardinals offense, especially with that offensive line, the way yeah. that they shift and chip. He has to be able to make decisions in the moment. And he does that well. I mean, being able to also get the touchdown in the Wildcat, you know, he's just he's just yeah. so versatile. It's just fun to see him be so physical, like when you're just a fan of the player of the way that he plays the game as well. So that was super fun to see tonight, too. Absolutely. I'm a fan of the Cardinals. I'm kind of bummed they lost tonight. Honestly, I am too. I was I I still feel like I'm high on them to go for a very deep run into the playoffs, but they're gonna have to make look at this tape and really use it as a lesson to fix a lot of these problems because they cannot be making these rookie mistakes going into the playoffs. They're just they're not gonna last and they're they're better than that. They're better than that. They're I will better. say the de- the Rams defense came to play tonight though. They did. They, they were stacked did. up. They were stacked up and they were on Kyler Murray all night long and what's crazy is is I you know I like to watch the game from the trenches standpoint mm-hmm. to be able to pass protect the way that that line had to pass protect for as long as they did I feel like they did a decent job and I know people are going to rag on them that's why I want to take this time to say I feel like they did a decent job it's just that defense won they yeah. went in the on in the trenches they killed it and they absolutely did didn't Aaron Donald have three sacks is it three sacks? I didn't. Yeah. I didn't get the final count. Thank you. But guys the for way that you were, yes. What up, Corey? Thanks What's for up, Corey? <laughs> Love it when you guys tune in. Um, yeah, no, I think Aaron Donald had three sacks on the night, and yeah, I agree with you. The defense definitely, definitely came into play. And when when you look at how Arizona's receivers stack up for points, you see what they did very well, and that was shut down DeAndre Hopkins, who was third in terms of fantasy points compared to the other receivers behind Christian Kirk, and A.J. Green was their best one this week for fantasy, at least. Which is crazy. I mean, DeAndre only had five catches on 12 targets. A.J. Green had seven of 10 and 102 Mm -hmm. yards. Christian Kirk had three of six with 86 yards. So we just edged him out with the yards, but that's kind of insane to see. That's absolutely insane. They really were efficient at trying to shut down Hopkins. And that was the main thing that they did. And that result is clear in the fact that so many other receivers had to step up and get, make catches, make plays. I know Ertz had a couple as well. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. He had himself a good game. Five of seven for 42 yards. I mean, Stafford was actually pretty impressive too. He made a lot of on-point throws. He did, and I think he finished. Oh, he finished just outside the top five for quarterbacks this week. Somehow, Ben Roethlisberger beat him out for the top five. Isn't that crazy? That is wild. That's a stat of the week. That's crazy stat of the week. That Ben is number five, and Stafford is number six. Like what? Uh, Some things make no sense, but that's okay. No, I mean (laughs) Stafford had himself a fantastic game, though. I mean, 287 yards for three touchdowns. He made some crazy long catches too. Are you laughing at my shenanigans right now? (laughs) I am just because I think that you're the only Steelers fan I can get along with, and that actually is honest about their team i love it i love it i mean sorry what kind of smoke and mirrors can i create like obviously things aren't going perfect but man darn it all if they don't try their hardest <laughs> my favorite is just like all the steelers fans are just like but but Najee, Najee harris and i'm yeah. like yeah we're we're talking about your offensive line or we're talking yeah. about your quarterback or we're talking about your um 
off the field drama. But no, Najee Harris is their answer for everything. And I see Jonathan Danger throwing this in the comments just to get me upset. Steelers may win four games next year. Oof. Like, wow. Thank you. Thank you for that. We've got a lot of issues to address, um, but let's finish talking about the Rams before we go and start (laughs) ragging on my Steelers. We've got plenty of content to get to there. Let's finish up the Monday night game. Let's get to that. Thanks, Corey, for tuning in. He says, fun fact that Christian Kirk just bought his first house in Arizona. Hopefully he's there to stay for a long time. Very fun. Um, I think you know that's impressive, Corey. That is very impressive. Obviously, Cooper Cup had himself another amazing game. 31 which we expected which you do over 100 receiving yards 13 of 15 and a touchdown hit 123 yards just amazing i mean when you're doing your wide receiver rankings next year i feel like especially seeing the week that tyreek hill just had and that he hasn't had his typical season i mean outside of Devontae adams if aaron Rodgers stays in green bay it's going to be hard to not put cooper cup in the top three tier for me oh absolutely Absolutely, money in the bank every single time. He's so consistent too. He's incredibly consistent. Uh, Odell finally is having himself the games that he had hoping to get. He had six for seven, 77 yards and a touchdown as well. So you love seeing him get that usage. They have Seattle next week. So hopefully this is another game. They can continue this momentum and keep these, these receptions, these targets, just keep this volume up for fantasy owners that are going to be in playoff mode. And that'll be a test next week to see how they perform against Seattle. Definitely. I did like seeing Van Jefferson get his long touchdown as well. <laughs> 58 yards and a touchdown. Love that. I mean, I'm excited for him. He's just a very fun. He, he's young. He's just a fun receiver to watch. And especially when you have him next to veterans like Odell and like Cooper Cup and just how he's also getting the action, getting a slice of it, too, is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. And I do think that he's going to be able to go up next week and put up some numbers. Yeah. Oh, I like him a lot, especially if you're still doing DFS. I think if he's mm-hmm. a fantastic deep flyer, if you're in playoff mode and you've got a wide receiver three slot there, he's someone that I would be starting because I love that matchup. There's nothing really that scares me that much about Seattle right now. Nope. Not even a little bit. No, not even a little bit. Not even like a not even question. Yeah. Like not even really worth a pause. You're just like, yeah. They'll win. It'll be fine. Um, but, you know, this is definitely a game that, you know, the Rams needed to win. Everyone I was talking to about this game and they were saying, do you think the Rams can do it? I said they need to do it. If they can't do it, then all the money that they just invested in going Super Bowl this year is out the window. Because mm-hmm. to me, Arizona was the yardstick to measure for themselves to continue forward. Absolutely. I just hope that it can continue for them because yeah. that's. This has been one really good game in a while. Yeah, absolutely fantastic game. All right, let's talk about a couple other games. I wanted to talk about the Cowboys before we went and started talking about your Ravens and my Steelers. Of course, we have to touch on that because, you know, we have to. But um, Dak Prescott has been very underwhelming. Only had 200, just over 200 passing yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Like, this, this also doesn't feel like Dak's typical self. No. And I I can't figure out, is it play calling? Is it the team's not vibing? I don't know what it is because their defense is playing really well. Their defense is helping them win. Their, their defense is the only reason they're winning, Absolutely. if we're being honest. Um, one of those touchdowns was a defensive touchdown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
so I don't I don't know what the deal is. I the offensive line is struggling. They've been kind of shuffling back and forth. Um, but it's not all just bad from an offensive line standpoint because I keep trying to blame it on that. Shout out my Micah Parsons is just beautiful. Honestly, run Micah Parsons as a wide receiver. He catches <laughs> the ball well. He does. He so absolutely does. Digs. Maybe we should just try something a little different. Yep. Corey also saying the Cowboys are bad. Sorry, you don't have to apologize. It's not your fault. You didn't make them bad. They're they're disappointing themselves, and we're just all sad for them. Um, but I mean, Dak Prescott hasn't been consistent with his receivers, and like maybe it has to do with the play calling because it also seems like Ceedee Lamb is looking like I was where you told me to be, and like things are just mm-hmm. not. Connecting. And he's not looking. Yeah, it's that just feels weird. It too. has to be some type of a chemistry thing, but it's not. I I can't figure it out, and it stinks whenever you know we're not getting that dynamic duo in the backfield. Yeah. That causes issues because that's kind of like their deterrent. You know what I mean? Absolutely. They like to run, run, shoot. So if, the, if they're not on, then every single receiver is going to be underwhelming. I mean, Amari, Co- Amari Cooper had himself a decent day. CD lamb was fine, but that's not what you're looking for. If you're trying to make the playoffs or you're currently mm-hmm. in your first round of playoffs, that was very disappointing. Ezekiel Elliott is very disappointing. I was talking uh, about him last week. I think we were talking about him on this show and I was talking about him with Tate as well and how I didn't feel like Zeke was going to be very high this week. I had him in my stock down part of my article last week. And after Mm -hmm. I sent it, I was like, am I just calling too big of a shot to say make, I mean, I didn't say don't start Ezekiel Elliott because I mean, I don't see what format you had him and that you had such running back depth that you could afford to bench him but at the same time I just wasn't expecting a lot from him and it was right on the mark I mean he only had 12 attempts for 45 yards and that was it he only had a single catch and six targets on him so it's just you see these high targets but no one's being able to complete the catch and I know that Washington is supposed to have a pretty good defense and on occasion they do but it hasn't also been consistent they're gonna have to face Washington again in two weeks Mm -hmm. when they have this next matchup and you're in your final round of your playoffs like, are you just crossing your fingers and still starting Zeke? I I mean, you kind of have to, but it's just... I was going to say, you have to. But the thing about it is, is cool. Washington was missing two of their prominent defensive players this game. Mm-hmm. And so that's a little scary for Dallas to think about. And I don't... Is Zeke injured and we just don't know? Like, is he actually hurt? Because when he's getting... When he is getting these looks... There is a slight hesitation where he didn't have that before. He was yeah. known for just being explosive and getting down the field, and he's not doing that. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if he ha- was playing hurt, but at the same time, it just also feels like if there is something that is off, then I maybe it's just me and the way I watch how they are playing, but I feel like Zeke doesn't do that next level up. Let's carry the team on my back, try and make it to – make the win it's just kind of throws your hands up and it's like i'm kind of out about it yeah Yeah. which is kind of disappointing i mean i'm looking at my idp league and majority of the players for the cowboys that had the best games were all defensive ends (laughs) like micah parsons had a fantastic game randy gregory dorance armstrong had amazing games um and all had more points than the offensive players um which is just brutal without pollard there zeke Zeke doesn't like to be the one-man show. He doesn't. 
No. He doesn't like the workload. I don't think he does either. I mean, so when they face each other again in two weeks, I mean, Pollard was, he was out just on illness. He was uh, his hurt. foot and his foot. Yes. Yeah. Something going on with his foot. I think. I mean, but it doesn't sound like it's going to be something that's going to keep him out for a very long time. So maybe when he comes back, that helps balance things out so that when you get Zeke in that matchup in two weeks, you feel a bit better about it. But if Pollard's out again, facing Washington again, same situation, I don't know. It just brings me pause. Like, you have to start him. You can't not you start him. You have to start him. your studs. But, I mean, yeah, it's just that's just absolutely brutal. The other thing is they're not running him behind Zach Martin anymore. Which no. is a problem for him. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say these next couple of weeks, depending on what happens with Tyron Smith, is going to be very, very difficult for Dak Prescott. Yeah. this That offensive line has no um, – they're not very adaptive. And mm-hmm. so having to shift, especially the left tackle position – I mean, we watched it happen time after time. They just crumble. Yeah. It's that it's, overcompensate. It's, just, it's frustrating too because I mean, where you take Dak is in your draft and you're he's someone that you should be able to rely on at this point in the stretch. Cowboys in the hunt. Cowboys kind of always play tough th- for the rest of the season out. They kind of still play it to win it, but it just doesn't look like they're all firing on all cylinders to do that. I mean, they've got the Giants next week, which is a much better matchup. Like, they should be able to have a big game next week. They should, by all intents and purposes. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, we'll definitely have to see how that goes. All right, other players that were underwhelming. Let's talk about Nick Chubb and the Browns. Browns. I mean, he's just... I think that's his second week in a row of underwhelming performance. Yep, second week in a row. Um, he had a bye week 13, and then against Baltimore, he was all he might as well have posted up a zero because he was absolutely a non factor. He had 17 attempts this week for 59 yards. Nothing really that exciting there. He had three catches on four targets. I mean, just not what you want out of Nick Chubb. Not even the a little bit. Nope. No. Not in the slightest. I mean, when you're looking at the at that running back core as well, I mean, Kareem Hunt. That's didn't what do I was just looking at. Neither did um, Dearness. No, no, absolutely, no one was effective this week in the running game, which doesn't make sense because they're such a run heavy offense. Like they how- are, but I will say the Ravens did a good job about taking that option away. They, mm-hmm. I think, their game plan was to put the game in Baker Mayfield's arm. Yeah, which just smart. Absolutely. He's being pieced together right now. Definitely. Um so that he was able to piece together a win, but I think he wouldn't have been able to if Lamar hadn't have gotten hurt. Not not even close. No, not a chance. Um, which I was is absolutely brutal. I when I heard that I was just like no. Like I mean we've talked about this. I love Lamar Jackson. Steelers mm-hmm. fandom aside, when he was going into the draft, I was excited. I watched him play at Louisville. I absolutely love him and his style of play. I think he's amazing. 
there's so much about him just as a person I love as well. So I hate seeing anyone get hurt. Doesn't matter division rival, whatever. I always want to win playing against the best. I don't want to win because right. you're starting your second string quarterback. And that's why I want, that's not the way in my opinion to win. Um, so I, hopefully it sounds like it's just a sprain, low ankle sprain. I mean, maybe he's out a week against the Packers because that's going to be a tough matchup. And they just say, Hey, you know, you're not a hundred percent. Why bother? And then they take on Cincinnati um, in week 16 and try and finish it out. I'm I've been trying to get the inside information. I will tell you, I texted about this today and no decision has been made as of mm. today. Mm. So I, <sighs> honestly, you know, I'm a Ravens fan. I hope that he sits this week and they just let let him rest, get his composure back because we need to win. Week yeah, sixteen. Absolutely. I mean, you, you guys need to win the rest of it out. I mean, this division is so tight as well that if for whatever miracle the Steelers were able to just win the next three games in a row, it would be in contention. And if other teams all had to lose, a bunch of magical things would have to happen to make the Steelers go in. It's not going to happen, but that's what I'm saying is like they still have to fight it out and the Ravens have the best possible chance. They do. They do. And Huntley... If they give him a week, they game plan for him. I think mm -hmm. that he'll be more successful than what people think. Yeah. I really do. I he, he needs to get some consistency. I mean, I know that you liked my tweet about it, but Villanueva, he's killing me, man. He is absolutely killing me. I mean, Ben Powers is pulling and chipping to his side every freaking snap, and he's still getting beat. Yeah. He's slow. He doesn't recover. He doesn't have good footwork. And I'm just like, this is why the Steelers were done. Yeah. This, this is, is exactly what it was. And it's, you know, he's. They've got uh, to make a change. We had him on the team for years and I loved him. And I felt like he always had, he was always an amazing guy, brought a lot of great energy. He's just a fantastic human as well. But, you know, mm -hmm. I feel like at that position too, when you lose your speed, if you're like, not athletic, not, you cannot play that position. No. That's the way it is. And honestly, he wouldn't be bad going man to man on the right side. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind putting him at right guard. Right tackle I mean, kind of makes me nervous, but send I, some text messages, Maddie. Get it going. Listen, if I had that kind of pool, I'd already be in there. I'm I'm already a little grouped out trying to phone. figure out. You're like, well, I, like who could I text? I'm I'm already a little grouped out just saying like, hey, what's going on with Lamar? I need, need to know if I need to make some moves in the fantasy world. <laughs> I need to know if I need to make some moves. I have some very randomly, I have some players' phone numbers on my phone that I'm literally never going to text because one, I've never had the face to face to be like, by the way, I have your phone number. I got their phone numbers through other channels. And I'm just like, that's the creepiest thing ever. If I'm like, hey. How are you feeling? How's that ankle? Like that would be the creepiest thing ever. Like, I don't know. I have this rule. If they ask me for my Snapchat, that gives me full, full open door policy to be able to ask you about fantasy. Advice. Yes, if I agree with that. Like you have the balls to ask for my Snapchat. I get to ask you who's starting and who's sitting in practice this week. I think that's perfectly fair. I'm just saying that by ways that I've gotten these phone numbers. I look like the creepy stalker of like, <laughs> how the hell did you get this number? Dang it. I You're have a cute girl. Nobody cares. They get it all the time. They don't care. Yeah, I'll just send a text message with my face. Like I was hey. going to say, you gotta send a pic though. Send yeah. a picture of your smile. 
Yeah. It hey. won't be cute though. It'll be dorky. It'll just be like, hey. Can, can you help me out? <laughs> just thumbs up. Like, are you starting this week? And then she's be like, no, stop it. <laughs> what are you even trying to do? Oh my do God. Do you think you could get a touchdown? Let me know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know. Hashtag rooting for you. <laughs> no, I don't. I, uh, yeah. If, if that other thing would happen, then sure. I would go ahead and hit people up. I mean, I'll, I'll message other people that I know that in the fantasy community that are at ESPN if I'm really struggling on lineups and I'll, you know, I'll send messages out. But that's only if you have a relationship. Like, if and by that relationship, I mean, like, I've had a conversation where you saw my face talking to your face. Like, that's kind of yes. the thing. Yes. I think that that's a good rule. That's a yeah. good rule. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it's the lowest of bars. Um, <laughs> but let's talk about a couple other games. Obviously, Tom Brady doing amazing Tom Brady things, even rushing for a little touchdown. I'm sure he had to ice his knees after that. But he had 363 <laughs> yards this week and two passing touchdowns. So you love that. I mean, do you really feel like, especially the way that the Patriots are playing as well, that we could see a Bucks-Patriots Super you know, Bowl? I could, had it, this, could it happen? I had this conversation this week, and I – it could happen. It could happen. It could happen. I mean, how storybook. Do you know how much how much money they will make off that game? So much money. And it's in LA. God, the traffic's gonna be so terrible. Oh. I'm it makes me excited just to think about how much heart would be in that game. Yeah. No, it would it would be such a crazy, intense, passionate game. It would it would be a, an amazing matchup. I just wonder if if the Patriots can hold out long enough for that. They're they they've got a great defense. Mac Jones is doing great things, but it feels like you need a bit more firepower to make it there. I don't know that they the have that. The only argument I have against that is if you watch Belichick has implemented little tidbits here and there, but he has not been. He hasn't given us everything. It's just been like like little breadcrumbs, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. A little bit here, a little tight end here, a little running mm -hmm. back here, a little yeah. wide receiver here. And the way he's been doing that, I feel like he's keeping everything in the rotation so nobody knows what to game plan for, and they are able to perform at an above-average level in every area. I think that's going to help them – be successful in the playoffs i really do yeah no i mean I, they're protecting I, their players especially in a longer well. season mm -hmm. i just i i feel like they know what they're doing and maybe it's just because i'm a huge belichick fan i mean i know never to discount bill belichick the master sith lord that he is and all knowingness of the <laughs> force and man, crazy strategies like he's he's just like this whimsical creature that in cutoff sweater like hoodie dealio like i just he is myth man the myth of legend but so i'll never discount him out i'm just saying i feel like there's a lot of teams that have just it feels like a little bit more spark more firepower maybe it's because we there's no mystery behind it so it's obvious mm -hmm. but i hear you um <laughs> you know danger i just had to make sure you were still listening that's why i threw the star wars reference in there i'm really sad i, I almost grabbed my star wars cup to drink out of tonight and i didn't what? Darn. I know I should have done that. Do I have a Starbucks mug? I don't think I have a Star Wars mug. I have a Pennywise mug, and I have a mug that's Wait, just got some... skulls all over it. We've got to get you a Star Wars mug. I need a Star Wars mug. I love my Star Wars. Yeah. But. Did... Sorry. 
Uh, no, I had never seen Star Wars until last year. And then I binged it during the... Wow, really, Danger? Don't say this about Maddie. He's saying he's disappointed in I you. binged him. Do you know how hard it is to binge watch <laughs> Star Wars? I do. And I say I know how hard it is because I've the last time one of the movies came out, I think the ninth one came out, I binged all of them, including Solo and Rogue One. Um, I watched... Oh, and I rewatched Mandalorian as well, all to That's build what... up to do it. It can be done in two weeks if you don't have a social life. Um, it can be done in one week if you really don't really pay much attention at work. Just, just for those. The people. amount of dreams I had, it was probably <laughs> <laughs> it was insane. Like a lot of Star Wars. But no, that. you should give me some respect, Danger, because that was difficult. You're talking about <laughs> hey. somebody I could watch film for like four and a half hours, look up and just be like, oh, I haven't eaten today. I should probably take care of myself. But a Star Wars movie, that's a lot to process at one time. Yeah. No, it's definitely And it's like an emotional roller coaster. It is. It's but... exhausting being that emotion. <laughs> having that much emotion. I I being I, that I, much I, emotion. And words are hard. Mondays. Mondays, man. Mondays are rough. It's difficult, <sighs> but let's get back to football. We could go. I could go on and on know, about Star Wars night. and all my nerddom, but we could talk we about it. we got next? Um, let's talk about Josh Allen because um, he's oh, finishing Josh at the top Allen. this week, which is surprising. But, you know, when you have to be the running back for the team and you get 109 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown, plus your th two throwing touchdowns and over 300 passing yards. You're going to have yourself a decent week, fantasy-wise. Mm -hmm. But should you need to put that much of the team on your back? I don't think so. No, you shouldn't. But yeah. I'm hopeful that because Josh Allen came back, that they can revive themselves the rest of the season. Yeah. They needed a good performance out of him. They did. Even though it wasn't a win, it was a win for the Bills because they needed – Josh Allen to get his confidence back. And this is against a good team, too. This mm -hmm. was not an easy task. No. Not this an easy be... week to come back. Absolutely. This is definitely against a very tough team. And great to take the momentum of how they played in this one against Carolina next week. Then they revisit New England again, um, which is going to be brutal. But then they've got it the is. Falcons and the Jets the last two weeks. So if they can... If they can pull out some more wins and maybe get the upset on New England, I mean, they're going to be in great shape for the playoffs. And they have an offensive lineman coming back this week, which is phenomenal for them. They needed that. Um, yep. So things are looking up. I'm glad that Josh Allen had a good week. No, me as well. I mean, as someone that has them has him in multiple leagues. I do you have him in Dynasty? Happy. I do not have him in Dynasty. That's the one type of format I don't have him. I've been in a lottery draft. I don't know anybody fair. who has him in Dynasty. It's not fair. Why can't I have him? <laughs> I just want nice things. Why can't I have nice things? Why, why can't? Why, why can't, can't I have nice things? I mean, when you're looking at um, other players that performed brilliantly for the Bills, looking at Dawson Knox right there at the top, seven for nine, 60 yards and a touchdown. Mm -hmm. I mean – and you're also comparing him against the other tight ends of the week. He definitely performed in the elite tier. And for the rest of the season and for the rest of the fantasy playoffs, Dawson Knox is someone that you're. it's not going to be a question whether or not you're starting him. He's so consistent, so for, consistent for him. And yeah, and Josh Allen looks for that. Yeah, 
absolutely. He looks for that big target. He's just and super consistent. The thing with Dawson Knox is he's not just middle of the field tight end. And I feel yeah. like a lot of our tight ends, that's kind of their comfort zone with quarterbacks is just that route right of the middle um, or right to the side. Danger oh throwing gosh. this one in there. Dawson Knox's 2021's Robert Tunyon. <laughs> Somebody tweeted that. Was that you? Did Danger tweet that? Maybe. I don't know. I, I haven't had heard that one. Format. I, I kind of giggled to myself. <laughs> I, I like Somebody it. say that. Did, did Emrick say that? Somebody Maybe. said that. Somebody that I follow said that. I don't know who. <laughs> Is anybody going to own up to it? I can't take credit. Danger, mm. if it was you, let us know in the comments. Um, but no, His he's fingers been can't type that fast. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> Um, let's talk about the top tight end of the week, though, and then we can talk about how my Steelers need to rebuild the entire team in the offseason. Um, but George Kittle, absolutely just destroying what it, it what it means to be a tight end and just slaying the day. 13 of 15, 151 yards and a touchdown. Absolutely insane. If you have him and you had him in a playoff format the first week, crying out loud, were you grateful? Because that is just a brilliant... He put man. on a clinic. He's bringing Absolutely. what do they call it? Uh, tight end university. Is that mm -hmm. what they called it? Tight end you. Yeah. He's bringing tight end you to the game. I mean, yep. Emmerich quoting me to make fun of me being the only one saying that. Okay. <laughs> I knew it was somebody. <laughs> yeah. It was a tweet within a tweet. This was an inception tweet. Um, but oh. I'm glad we wrapped that up. No, I mean, that's on Monday. I can't process that on a Monday. That's right. I can't either. But so that's two weeks in a row of George Kittle being absolutely phenomenal. They've got the Falcons next week. Do they need him to be that phenomenal again against the Falcons, though? Like, does he taper off a little bit more just because the Niners don't need to absolutely destroy the Falcons? I don't feel like they're going to put up that much of a fight. I mean, maybe they do. I don't I don't think they're going to put up that much of a fight, but I also don't feel like it's in the 49ers blood not to just go for it. And they yeah. need to keep up momentum. They do. Especially so. with Jimmy G. They do need to keep up the momentum. And then, you know, hopefully maybe Cordell Patterson will just run all over the Niners and for some reason make it a close game and then force George Kittle to have a couple, you know, amazing red zone looks and bring you some amazing fantasy goodness. Maybe so. Maybe. Maybe so. I don't know that Patterson can do that, but he is their main only offensive weapon there. In yeah, their only consistent offensive weapon. I mean, what happened to Kyle Pitts? Pitts. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Some sort of like a recap show of like pouring ones out for, you know, players we were high on in the preseason that just did not pan but out. Everybody always does that. They go super high on this rookie unicorn. And then they're disappointed when he plays like a rookie. Like, give him a year before you start trashing him. <laughs> I know. And I mean, even for tight ends as well, though, he is very, very talented. Almost all tight ends need at least a couple, like, a couple years to cook a little bit longer before they're really ready. Like, 100%. And also, yeah. he, he's got to bulk up a little bit. He's got to learn how to play a little more physical. He can't just rest on those beautiful hands of his, you know? <laughs> Yes, you're a, you're a mismatch, but you got to learn how to use your body. Yeah. It's like the seven-foot guy that they bring in to play post in basketball, mm -hmm. and he's, like, getting tossed around like a rag doll because he's not physical. That's what I feel like Kyle Pitts is. Learn how to use your body. <laughs> he's 
like a little baby giraffe yes <laughs> but, he, but he's a rookie it's gonna come around it's gonna it'll, come around it'll happen it'll you know, happen you just, you just gotta get your feet wet and throw in a little bit a couple extra lbs you, you'll be fine at this point i'm like run him as a receiver if he's gonna yeah. play like that just let him go be a mismatch on the outside yeah there you get go. him out I feel like that's how he found success in those couple of weeks that he was he did relevant, yeah. and that was because he was on the outside as well. So, but I don't know that the Falcons know how to use everything right now when they're kind of treading water, anyways. That's true. So, and losing one of your biggest leaders, mm-hmm. that's that's tough. And I, I don't know. think he's coming back this season. No, I mean, hopefully Calvin Ridley is getting. Everything oh, he needs to that. get I right. Talk like people know what we're talking about. Oh yeah, no. I mean, I feel like people <laughs> should. Knew. I feel like yeah, if people are tuning knew. into this show, they should know what's going on in news media that in regards to football. But no, I hope that Calvin Ridley is getting all the help he needs right now in Me this too. off season, just to take care of his home base because it's far more important than our fantasy output for this season. That literally not even a blip on any radar like absolutely hopefully he's taking care of himself it sounds like the Falcons organization is doing everything they can as well to be supportive for him which, which I love you gotta love I mean in a day and age when everyone's talking about mental health and mental health issues the more that people are just showing that support and that his team is supportive and behind him I mean you need it you absolutely need it absolutely but they yeah. also need some love on their team so yeah. hopefully they get it turned around but I don't think it's this next week no, I don't think it is either. Any other teams, players you want to talk about before I wrap it up on my Steelers really quick? <laughs> Let's get into the Steelers. Let's just do it. I mean, okay. First of all, obviously, that game was ridiculous. And if you're wondering how emotional I was, I, it was. It was just the first half. I was like, cool. So Thursday night game wasn't much of a show. I think I'm going to go work out. And then I went and I did a workout. And then... Third quarter, still nothing. I had it on, but muted. And I was like, I'm just getting my workout mm-hmm. done. And then I finished my workout. I'm like, all right, we're going to eat healthy. And like, at least we got my workout in. So even if my team couldn't show up, I showed up for me. So yay. And then I look at the TV Love and I'm it. like, oh, I think we just scored a touchdown. And then I kind of did one, like, one of these half-assed like, Woo. and I was like, but I was like, we have still so much to go. And then I looked back again. I was like, wait a minute, we scored again. And then I was like, should I be sitting down for this? And yes, I had to sit my butt down and just like get <coughs> dialed in. <laughs> Sorry, I'm killing you. <laughs> but... I can't even swallow correctly on a Monday night. <laughs> it was such a crazy fourth quarter. I could not put it together. And then the <coughs> fact that we could have brought hit back in those last couple seconds, but then we had Chase Claypool go and try and just do a one-man show for everyone was just so disappointing. So do you think it would help if they just had one whole day where he just got all the attention he wanted? Just We just brought in a media team, and he got to be a reality TV star for a day. They paid fans to come, like, ask for his autograph, gave him the attention because obviously he's looking for it. Maybe yeah. he would be able to focus on the football. No, I think what would better serve him would be a reality check and having to go and write, I will not do celebration dances <sighs> on a chalkboard, but like one of those huge Ivy League chalkboards that's giant that has extra chalkboards that you just keep rolling up. And I think he just has to keep writing that until some Rick and Morty stuff. Yeah. No, like literally just like, no, like just like that Simpsons intro where you just see Bart writing over and over again, but it's just Chase Claypool saying like, I will not do celebration ca- catches. Like I just like just just stop the celebrating. Like don't celebrate until you win. 
Like you right. guys haven't earned the right to start celebrating like you're this playoff caliber Super Bowl like headed team. You don't you haven't earned that. And right. you're too young and too inexperienced to have earned that type of celebration. Like who do you think you are? You're absolutely no one to like Chase Claypool's an amazing talent. I will say that. I have him in multiple dynasty teams. I think he's very talented. However, you cannot show this level of immaturity to a team that's legacy is not this shenaniganness. It is a legacy of like, we get stuff done here and we're straight faced. So stop acting a fool and let's get back and do our job. Maybe they should bring in some of the like has been guys, some of the all time greats. Oh yeah. Because the Steelers grades are like scary to mess with. Maybe they should bring them in and just run a practice just one day. Oh, I would love that. Are you kidding me? That would be fantastic. Can you imagine Troy out there with his beautiful hair just going off on Claypool? Yes, just lovely Troy. Just like going from his like, I love Troy for his like sweet demeanor. But then like when he gets his like beast mode face on, it's just like a different shift. It's just completely different. Whole different person. I love it. No, maybe that would help just like, do you even know who you are? Do you know who you are to be here in this presence of this team with the legacy with all of us? You're trying to count yourselves among us. Have you won a Super Bowl yet? No. How about you sit down, little pup, and we'll figure this out so you can get what you need to do. Like, come on. There you go, Stillers. We've got a <laughs> game plan. Just Let get me in know. there. I'll yeah. just go. I, I'll I'll start, you know. I'll I'll be in charge of discipline. We'll get it done. I would guys. love to see you go toast with Claypool. I think it would be very interesting. It'd be quite a height difference, but still, I think I'd be able to. I've been known I, to make people cry. On you, my money's <laughs> on you. What about the Vikings, though? Because Ugh. my goodness, that's yeah, that's how, how disappointing feel. for them to like finally that have was a game. A disgusting show out by them. Yeah, the way to just like. First of all, I was like, wow, they really are doing an amazing job of just shutting us down completely. Defensively, first half, I was so impressed. I was like, this, the Vikings came to play. They can't play more play. than a half, though. It's no. either the first half or the, the second half. They can't like they play forgot. two halves. I couldn't understand it. And like when they were lining up and we were beating them in that fourth quarter on these certain plays. And I'm like, we just saw you beat us two quarters ago doing this exact same play. What happened? I just couldn't understand. I took a tiny break in the middle of the third quarter and I was like, who got hurt? Like what happened? Yeah. Who's out? No one. No one. No one. It's so sad. It really is. That has to be so disheartening. Yeah, I I don't understand that. I mean, obviously Dalvin and, Cook had an insane game. Two hundred and five yards when he has one and a half shoulders right now. Um so one and a half shoulders, really. Half, like literally though, like just that. The, did you see the contraption that was holding him together? Yeah. Um, and I've seen multiple players have that type of a thing when he, they're dealing with that type of injury. But <coughs> clearly he's a beast that can deal with it without that anyways. And so 205 yards of just massive rushing success. And he was fine. But clearly they need more than just him to finish the game out. They need the defense to remember to continue playing football. And that's the thing is can't. Because really, there was no issues. Pittsburgh wasn't doing anything crazy. They just stopped playing. They stopped performing. Yeah. I I don't fully understand it. But, you know, that was... I could see that being a tough one for Vikings fans. I can only imagine how many ups and downs they've had this season. It's as many as we've had. Mm. But, I mean, just way to not finish out a game. Just 
absolutely brutal. Who do they play next week? Who do the Vikings they play? play? Chicago. They're at Chicago. Oh. What do you think of that one? I mean, at, they should win. But at this point, I'm not locking them in. I'm not <laughs> locking them in. Yeah. No, I absolutely brutal. But I mean, what we do know for fantasy purposes going forward, Dalvin Cook is Dalvin fine. Cook, he's, he's your guy. He's your guy. If you had to worry about him, hopefully you did end up starting him. I know a lot of people were still questionable, like, oh, he just got active. Should I still be starting him? Hopefully you're not kicking yourself for having benched him. Hopefully you did start him. And as a result of that, you're moving on in your playoffs. And you're going to have Dalvin Cook, a healthy enough Dalvin Cook to help you down the end. Um, so that's fantastic for that. Yeah, fingers crossed. We have a lot of good games coming up next week. We do. A lot of good opportunity for these fantasy players to go off. Do you have a favorite matchup before we head out? Um, I actually have a few. I'm really excited about Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, that would I be think good that's going to be a great, great that game. That one's Especially at SoFi, me. isn't it? I think so, yeah. Should I try and go? Um, absolutely. It's going to be a good game. And you know, you know, I like to watch things from the trenches. I think that that's going to be a phenomenal little play out because both teams are kind of dominating in the trenches. Yeah, no, I agree. Points. If I can try and sneak my way into SoFi Stadium to go to that game, I will because that that'll be a fun one. That should be a really fun. Definitely betting the over type of Thursday night football matchup. I'm also excited about Patriots Colts. That would be an also a very good one. Two very good defenses that are going to grind it out. Mm-hmm. Jonathan Taylor going to have to do some magic to be effective. Although I don't, I'm not going to put it past him to not have an amazing game. He should have an amazing game. They had a they had bye last week, so I feel bad for all the Jonathan Taylor owners. I was one of them. I was like, I miss yeah, you. Yeah, please come back. <laughs> Playing Drake's I Miss You Too on repeat. <laughs> I was just thinking of the gif of Joey from Friends looking out the fake window of rain, just like <laughs> sad. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> that was me. Those missing their Jonathan Taylor. Um, yeah, that'll be a good mm-hmm. game as well. I lot lots of really good matchups next week. Um I mean Steelers playing the Titans, who I mean the, the Titans have been up and down and a little bit more up. They've got Julio back. So that's fantastic for them. Who knows what kind of matchup that's going to turn into? Who knows? Who knows? I'm trying to think who else. Saints and Bucks play again. That mm-hmm. Brady's going to want a revenge game there. Oh, for sure. I don't know. I'm to be honest with you, my Ravens play the Packers. I'm not excited about it. It's not an Aaron Rodgers fan, and I have to sit and just watch him and his weird head doesn't his helmet look weird on his head it just does it doesn't fit him i don't know (laughs) and his weird him and his weird head i have to watch his weird i went on a date with a guy and he just like i think that he caught on to me not being an aaron Rodgers fan and he was just like aaron Rodgers mvp the whole time and i was like dude you're cute Please stop. Like, stop <laughs> talking about it. Because all I could picture Ruining was Aaron Rodgers and his nasty hair. Oh. I own you. Like, that weird face and his helmet bobbing back in the picture where he's, like, on the ground. I can't. Okay. I digress. <laughs> it's Monday. 
yeah i digress it's mondays that's gonna be the tagline for for this week's episode (laughs) i digress Um, it's monday i digress it's monday uh we've we've gone on many tangents today but hopefully you guys have had some fun make sure that you're following maddie at maddie kroll on twitter and maddie do you have anything else fun coming out this week that people can look forward to we do we have some very exciting news I have some very exciting news that's coming out on Wednesday, so make sure you catch the It's a Vibe podcast. We're actually, everybody on 32-Bit's going to be there. So Michael Florio, Marcus Grant, they're all popping in to do our show. It's going to be a good time. And then, of course, I get to hang out with Doc on Wednesday. I actually have a really, really busy week this week between, like, my volunteer stuff and then, like, fantasy football stuff. Um, and I'm excited because some people were calling me out about not giving my DFS picks for the week. So I'm coming at you guys hard this week with that. So <laughs> keep up with me on Twitter. And Love I'm excited. I know that you always have to do this and then go write your article. But I'm excited to read your article because I'm excited to see what you think on a couple <laughs> different players next week. And if they make your article. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, hey, send me a text because I, I had some running notes. But. It, I'll be up till probably one again writing it tonight. So I'll be up. Definitely feel free to text me. Um, yeah, guys, check out my Stockwatch article coming out tomorrow on Dr. Roto. It's free for those that have been testing the waters on Dr. Roto. But there is so much amazing other content there. So please yes. check it out. Um, and then I'll be recording the fantasy debate with my co-host Derek Tate. That'll be dropping on Thursday as well. Um, also, I have I have another thing. Eh, I'm always doing ten. I'm always doing like ten different things. Oh, follow, and I've been, her, oh, say, <laughs> follow me on Twitter. Follow her on Twitter at Samantha R. Holt, so you don't miss out on anything. Because there's always something fun going on. Um, I've been doing Thirsty Thursdays with Troy King, um, who writes for Yahoo Sports and a couple other fun places, and he's been really fun as Love well. So too. definitely check that out. We'll go on Thursday. We do the, like it's ten minute halftime show, so that'll be a lot of fun. But hey, if I end up going to the SoFi game, maybe you'll end up missing me on Thirsty Thursdays. So. Which I hope you do. I'm (laughs) rooting for that. It would be a lot of fun. But thanks everyone for tuning in and listening to the Look Back Podcast with Sam and Maddie. Check out all the other content, seasonal and DFS tools, as well as premium access to our staff for all your fantasy sports questions in the members-only Discord right here at drrota.com. Have a wonderful Monday, everyone. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.